Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, September 2nd, we're out here. It's the flag on the play. Back to a little virtual today. You know how it is. It's Owen. He's joining us from Edmonton today. How's it going? Um, it's good. It's good. It's nice to nice to like feel like I'm almost back there talking with talking football with you boys. You know what I mean? Let's go. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. You're, you're not far away at all. We don't First have day of school. Yes. Yep. That's right. Congrats, Owen. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate number that. Number one in the books. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. And uh, joining us as always in person is Alex. How's it going? It's going good. Um, I'm also counting down the days till uh, school school starts here. So, you know, it's getting thin. But, you know, I'll be happy to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Will you? That's the question. Yeah. Uh, I'm lying. Yeah. But, well, yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Right, we've got a guest today. Maybe one of our final guests of the summer. It's uh, an illustrious guest, a super fan. It's Danny. How's it going, sir? It's good, man. You know, it's like last week of summer. Whenever it's last week of summer, it's quite disgusting. You yeah. Know, the mood's not as great, but football's coming up, so that's our savior. Yes. There you go. Right. Disgusting's wait. a good word to describe it. Oh, it certainly yeah. is. Toward the end. Yeah. It, it, it's going to get ugly, yeah. but yeah. you know what? That's fine. We'll keep working on. Uh, let's talk football. We are eight days away. We had an intensive discussion about whether it was nine or eight days away about 10 minutes ago, but we're at eight days. Yep. And yeah. when you're hearing this, you're at seven days. So you're really doing well at home. Just You're one, doing better than us right now. <laughs> yeah, one more week, guys. Just hang on. It's going to be okay. We're going to get there. We should probably start. We've had a couple days to uh, react from the big news, the Patriots. They let go of Cam Newton. It's been the story that, uh, I mean, it, it was predictable for some. I, I, I could see it coming. It makes some sense to me. I know, Owen, you're probably the most devastated by it. I haven't had the chance to talk to you about it yet. What did you feel when you saw the news? I mean, I thought it was somewhat inevitable. Like, we're just, I mean, it was going to happen, I think, at this season at some point or another. And I think they decided with all the COVID stuff and, and all the protocols that it was just easier to just not have them on the roster and not have to deal with it and just kind of cut to the chase and go straight to Mac. So I, I get it. And I think Mac is good enough, or at least he's shown in the preseason enough flashes where the Patriots are like, okay, this guy could be our guy. And so yeah. he's ready. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I think if you're going to do it at some point, like you said, why don't you just turn it over to him now? There's no point in not doing it. Yeah. Alex, did you feel the same? Yeah, I did. I uh, know when the draft finished, I said that Mac had a good chance to start. Um, so he's he looks good. He's confident. And Belichick, yeah, Belichick values consistency, and we saw that. Like, he doesn't have a problem cutting guys. There's no loyalty. He parted ways with Tom Brady, so... But I was a big fan of Mac to start. Yeah, yeah, no no doubt. I mean, like you sort of touched on there, his availability's a question. So you don't really know. I mean, if somebody gets COVID, he might just be out five days just like that, right? And you need him around if you're going to be banking on him to start games. And if it's close enough, why not just turn it over to Mac right off the start? Danny, did Definitely. you have any opinion on releasing him? Are you a Cam guy? Are you not a Cam guy? Um, No, well, I agree with you guys because Cam's not the player he used to be. Yeah, I think people still kind of hold on to that MVP season he had with the Panthers. And he's just nowhere near that player anymore. 53-man uh, rosters, they were set up this week. 
couple guys got put on the pup, which means they're out six weeks. That's Michael Thomas, Bakhtiari, and Stephen Gilmore. There was a little ins and out transactions too. I'd say those are probably the three most notable though. But if you guys, were there any surprises for you off the 53-man cuts or... No, not really. Everything I saw made sense. There was some old guys trying to make teams like Devonta Freeman. That was never going to happen. Yeah, okay. like Ryan sleeping. <laughs> like, Craig we know Reynolds that. got cut too. That was a shock. I think yeah. That was a tough one, though. Yeah. Moment kinda, of silence yeah. for Craig, dude. That, yeah. th- th- that man absolutely cornered a, a spot in our hearts yeah. on this show. So to see him yeah. go like that was tough. Yeah, I think it was a tough decision for Dan Campbell. So uh, still shout out to Tony, though. Yeah, because I think he had a decent preseason. I Craig did. Reynolds. He's going to so. get picked up. Don't you worry. Yeah. Somebody will take him. Absolutely. Oh, guy, did you have any uh, takeaways from? Um, I don't know. I think besides like Cam, I think there wasn't a ton of surprises. Like Alex touched on it. There's always the veteran guys that are hanging around that end up getting cut, but nothing that really shocked me to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you guys. I think that those guys on the pup though, Gilmore and Bakhtiari more specifically. Uh, that's going to be interesting. I think Gilmore, could you see a trade there maybe in the future? Belichick and him, they've certainly struggled over the contract the last couple of years. I don't know. I don't see, uh, I could see him being on the board for somebody to take yeah. up. Yeah, and I think the lifespan for corners isn't, it's it's pretty short, generally speaking. And I mean, he's been at a, playing at a high level for a few years now. I think, you know, his best years might be behind him at this point, honestly. And so I think it makes sense if you're Bill, somebody who like really favors um, cornerback play, like really high level cornerback play to explore other options at this point. See what they can get yeah, for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. They still got that JC Jackson, I think, a couple other pieces. Yeah, speaking Maybe of the defense. Patriots and cornerbacks, um, one that kind of did surprise me was uh, was Malcolm Butler retiring. That came as a bit of a surprise somewhat to me. Yeah, he yeah. just got that money from Arizona, and he was like, All right. yeah, "That's right." Like, oh, I think he was having some family issues yeah. and stuff. So, but yeah, I guess he signed the contract and then decided to cut. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right, yeah, well, he's living in Arizona now. He's you know yeah. that's a nice spot to retire at. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think they said he might be back, but him on the Cardinals just makes perfect sense. Yeah, uh, I just want to add about Gilmore. Yeah, um, go ahead. I actually wouldn't be surprised if he's gone because, correct me if I'm wrong, his con- contract is actually really big still. Yeah. Yeah. So, and obviously, as Owen mentioned, the lifespan of the cornerbacks isn't that, I guess, long. Um, And if he's out of New England, I really wouldn't be surprised. I think that level of dominance he reached at one point, I don't think he can, uh, I don't think he can hit that again. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And somebody will be willing to take him for sure. Like They will, yeah. They'll be no cheaper deal for sure. He's still an impactful guy. Yeah, absolutely. We can't forget that. And Bill did spend a lot of money in free agency. He was going crazy. He was going crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like all the guys he signed, Murdoch's yeah. still out. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll see. I think we'll Judon see. was looking nice. John Judon's Schmidt. good, but besides that, I was like, eh. Don't not a lot of them got drafted sure. in our uh, fantasy draft. True. Nelson Aguilar's still out there. <laughs> oh, don't don't diss no- Owen's boy. Dude. No. That's, that's yeah. his guy. But uh, guy. he'll look to save money where he can. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, lastly, we should mention that the Saints are going to be playing out in Jacksonville for week one against the Packers sort of TBD on when they'll return home um it's it's a story you got to bring up but not a whole lot to say to be honest just uh prayers up for the people down there Mm -hmm. it's uh never 
Never a good thing to see. No, no, no. Like we said, we're a bubbly podcast. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a tough situation down there. So we're wishing everybody uh, to be safe down there, and uh, hopefully the Saints get back home soon. Yeah, first the Gulf Coast. Hundred percent, I agree. Now here we go. We're here for some fantasy football today. We're about a week out from the season, as we've covered extensively off the top of the show. <laughs> And um, let's do it. Let's talk fantasy football. That's why Danny's here today. He's a fantasy aficionado. He loves the sport. He loves the game. Yep. And we're I've hit- never won a fantasy football championship. Let's go. But mm. you can still be an expert yeah. if you haven't won a championship. That's yeah. okay. We appreciate yeah. your honesty. Yeah. They really do. Yeah, there's like, three other lie. champions in the room. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. It's okay. Yep. It evens itself out. We'll, hey, me and Phil will give okay. you a, like a couple championships. It's all good. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Owen's going to be the most recent champion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the reigning champ. A fun fact about Owen, he's one for one in fantasy success. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a streak right now. Uh, the scary hours. Oh, yeah, and it's going to continue. Yeah, yeah. M- maybe. Most maybe. likely. So, yeah. yeah. So, however you want to start it, boys. I mean, Danny, you sort of you have a priority list of guys that you like more than others. You want to sort of run through, and we can kind of pick off guys from your board here and tell us what you're thinking is this year. Give the fans some insight. Yeah, well, so what I did here was I got tiers, um, 10 players each, so obviously a mix of quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and they're all just ranked, mostly guys I think who are going to perform to their expectations, guys who are going to be busts, breakouts, mostly that good stuff. Yeah, There's yeah. some surprises in there. You guys probably won't agree with me, but no, that's the whole oh, point. That's the whole point. We're here to, yeah, we're here to talk. We'll disagree for yeah. sure, yeah. I, and I'll I'll, <laughs> me, I'll let it be known. Don't yeah, we'll let it fly. I am not shy. All right, so I'll start off with the first tier. So this is surefire, can't miss players that if they don't get injured, they're gonna finish in the top five in their respective positions. Sure. Okay. So we have Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill. Alvin Kamara, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. Okay. Yeah. The only one I'm not liking is George Kittle. I agree. Coming off the injury? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's only shown it one time. Yeah. But that's that's a fair point. Um yeah, you know what? He could he might be a tear down. Okay. Yeah. Just just with the one year he did have, but he's still a really impactful player. Like yeah. Kyle Shanahan's gonna get him buzzing and and he he should be good. Yeah, no, I, I'm. Yeah, I think the Niners gonna be really good. It's not that I don't like him this year, but I don't think he's in that top top group. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Yep. Oh, yeah. guy, do you have anything from there? I was just gonna say the same thing. I don't know what kind of role he's gonna have with this new offense too. So, I, I would be I would be hesitant to leave him in tier one personally. Okay, I've but, heard so much hype about him though. Yeah, like I've heard people say he's tight end one. I'm he's like, got that new fantasy picture going on this year. Oh yeah, I got the long hair going. Yeah, that's yeah. kind. Kind of gross, like yep. very nasty. Yeah, it's always wet. Like way too long. <laughs> always, always wet. wet too. Yeah. Oh yeah. A little bit uh, like your hair, Owen. <laughs> Close. Okay, similar. Yeah. Just a tad. Yeah. Everything else in there, though, I'm with. I think yeah. Josh Allen's gonna have a really big year. I think as far as quarterbacks go, those are definitely him and Mahomes. You got to say. I mean, yeah, the no difference between them and the next guys up is is pretty. Mm-hmm. pretty did you boys see Josh? Uh, just... Josh Allen's been rocking the visor. I did. I did. That's oh, huge. I saw that's that, terrifying. Yeah. I think it's looking nice. I think he said game. practices only, but oh. if he busted it out in the game, that would be. He should bust it out in the game. It'd be tougher for defenders to read him. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. That's Can't just, see where the eyes are going. That's just science. That's basic fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to add about George Kittle. The reason why I did put him in the first tier was, I just rank him higher than Darren Waller. 
Yeah. And I don't really think there's a tight end that you could put in the range of those three guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. too early to say that Pitts could be in that yeah, range. Yeah, yeah. But I think Kittle could reach that status that he had two years ago. Jimmy Garoppolo's a fine quarterback. We obviously don't know when Lance will come in. Mm-hmm. And when Lance does come in, I think Lance is just going to pepper Kittle all the time. All right. I, yeah. think, I think Kittle can reach that level again. Yeah. There's reason to believe that for yeah. sure. Look, looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's, let's hear the next tier. Yeah. So this is the second tier. So these are, I'd say, borderline tier one guys who are going to ball out. So mm-hmm. Nick Chubbs, Stevon Tiggs, uh, Calvin Ridley, Zeke Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, Aaron Jones, Dak Prescott. DK Metcalf and Darren Waller. All right, okay, I see the vision. Now, I was not loving Ridley when I was first doing some research here. Really, the more I've looked into it, the more I realize Ridley's going to have, yeah, have a pretty, pretty he's spectacular have a good year. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah, I don't have any problems with this tier. To be honest with you, I think it's all good. Yeah, I, I your boy Zeke though, he's in there. Yeah, I mean that's like a personal thing. Like I don't, I just don't like. Zeke. <laughs> yeah, Owen's not a big Zeke guy. Yeah. You just have a personal hatred. Okay, yeah. it's I don't not know, as I, much I, a numbers I, thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's it's just a burning passion. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this weird feeling that Zeke's just gonna. Maybe it's not this year, but he's like towards the end. Like he has some road on him, and I he's think played a lot of snaps. I think he was getting pretty unlucky last year. So you think that, so? That's because I was thinking the same thing as Owen too. I was well, I was hating to start. Yeah. And then the more I looked in it, I was like, oh, he just got like very unlucky, and he had no quarterback. So I, I was believing in him in a top like six pick, but. I don't know. Yeah, you might like, be right. He's still a running back, so yeah, he, he should be good at running the ball. I mean, the <laughs> offensive line was smoked, yeah. to be fair. But I don't know. I just – Todd Gurley's fall-off was so fast, and I'm not really comparing the two completely, but you running backs have just such a short stuff. lifespan, man, that yeah, it, it just happens so suddenly. Yeah, they could all flame out at any time. I'm loving the Calvin Ridley pick, though. Yeah. Like, whoever has – them in uh in See, fantasy i'm jealous I, everybody else are there though uh, i'm on with uh, i think aaron jones could hit that tier one as well chubb as yeah. well yeah Diggs. You, uh, you can make the case for anybody in there yeah. that, the, there's a really good group of the top i'd say mm-hmm. 25 players this year yeah just cornerstones for fantasy yeah so for the third tier these are mostly receivers and running backs that you're going to count on and they're dark horses for top five in their uh respective positions okay so it goes jonathan taylor Saquon Barkley, Daryl Henderson, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Brown, Austin Eckler, Terry McLaurin, and Justin Jefferson. All right, so looks good. I like I like the wide receivers. I think these guys are legit, and any one of them could 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 finish top five. Yeah, running backs. I don't love Taylor. I just I don't know. I was I was a little scared off by Taylor. I'm a little scared off. He did have. What was it like? Last six weeks was really good. Yeah, he was yeah. caught fire at the end. Of it was season. unbelievable. I had him last year to start off, and it was really difficult. They just wouldn't run the ball as much as you think they would. Um, Naheem Hines would eat into his uh, snap counts. Um, they're getting Marlon Mack back. Yeah. Um, what's that guy's name? Wilkins too. I think he yeah. But yeah, Wilkins. Well, he's there sure too. He's still there. Yeah, you don't just know. Discard. Oh, okay. Know. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't know. It, it was tough. Like, who's their quarterback gonna be? Yeah. He doesn't really pass catch as much. Um, and then just another guy I'd add here. I think Daryl Henderson might be a little high. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I personally don't think Sony Michelle is going to eat into um, his snaps as much. It's just a fact that I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's that talented to, yeah. to finish top five. Well, we saw Kansas City last year just say 
forget running the ball. Like we're like let's just pass the ball. Exactly. I think that's what the Rams are gonna do this year. Yeah. I, once they don't have Cam Akers, they're like, all right, we don't have an every down guy. Like no. forget it. Just discard that part of it. And I would move up. I would move up Eckler. I think right. Eckler is gonna have a fantastic season. I think he 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 got pretty unlucky last year with touchdowns too. I think he only had three or four injuries too. Yeah. Was out. Yeah, hamstring injury. While, yeah. And I think Gibson, I, I really like Gibson as well. I think Gibson is a is a top tier guy who he had horrible quarterback play last year and I think he's ready to take a big step in his second year I could definitely see that to be the case Owen did you have anything on there you wanted to you're making a poo-poo face about my Gibson take (laughs) yeah I'm not a Gibson guy but I'll get to that in a second I uh, I could agree more with Alex on the Jonathan Taylor front I uh he was essentially for the first 10 weeks of fantasy last year or or maybe eight weeks he was essentially a meme like he was just a massive bust um and you know, we, we don't know the quarterback situation there is kind of up in the air. So I wouldn't, it's just, it's a lot of, a uh, lot of uncertainty there, especially also considering Naheem Himes and, and who else is going to be in the backfield there with him. So he, he's a bit of a risk in my eyes. So I wouldn't put him that high. Um, and then I agree with the Henderson take as well uh, as a fantasy owner of Henderson last year, he's just not a very good running back. I don't think <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like yeah. if I can say that simply, um, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be, I would agree with you guys. I don't think they're, I think they're going to tend to throw the ball a lot more this season than they did last year because they don't have a guy like Cam Akers who can really shoulder the load. Um, And then as far as Gibson goes, I think that uh, he had a lot of really great showings last year, but I mean, he scored close to half his fantasy points. I think like 40% of his fantasy points in that one game against the uh, Cowboys. Last oh yeah, year. when he had like three touchdowns, those things. Yeah, hey? yeah, that was almost half the points he scored all season. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you're betting on improvement there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, he's going to be playing behind, you know, a better quarterback, um, which is definitely should help him. But I just don't think he uh, is consistent enough at this point to be considered a, a top guy alongside Eckler and Barkley and I guess Taylor as well so yeah we should fair. we should probably talk Barkley too yeah because I, I wanted to take Barkley and all my all my research I was doing yeah. but I just I can't bring myself to do it I for starters do not believe in the Giants um it so it's going to be a tough sell for me to take him there just because of his team quality and I have no earthly idea when he'll be he'll be even close to 100 percent. now that being said i do think when he's on the field he is the best running back in the nfl in my estimation yeah yeah his injury history is very scary that door acl you obviously that's not great when you're coming off of that that offense stinks like yeah offensive line especially the offensive line stinks um i don't think danny dimes can take a step their pass catchers are meh i don't know um, we know Saquon's very talented, but if your offense isn't great around you, that caps your potential so much. Yeah, exactly. And then quickly yeah. about Daryl Henderson, um, Dark Horse for top five, that's certainly a reach, but I think he has RB1 potential because in last year's games, he was very reliable when he got the ball. Um, this year, no Cam Akers, no Malcolm Brown. Um, Stafford's a way better quarterback than uh, Jared Goff. Um, you'll see bounce back seasons from Woods and Cup. Um, I think if Henderson gets a healthy workload, like I think he'll be a great running back. But Dark Horse for top five, maybe it's a bit of a reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd bump him down. Fair enough. Yeah, I was just going to say, as far as Saquon Barkley goes, 
in my opinion, he's the best quarter. He's the best running back I've ever seen. Uh-huh. I um, agree. I remember watching him out of college. I'd never, never seen anybody run the ball like he did. He's insane. But I just, uh, yeah, I would agree with you guys. I think that the, that the Giants have a bottom, maybe one offensive line. Like their offensive line stinks. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. And it's not like their and quarterback's good, as, good. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him to run the ball. And as good as he is, I don't know if he can overcome that. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a bottom tier offensive line for sure. Um, but when the guys in front of you do pass on him and you do need a running back because the running backs yeah. do get thin after a while. And then it's like, do you want to take Barkley or do you want to take Joe Mixon? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a decision yeah. you need to yeah. make. Are I you going to let Barkley that's slide, an you know, yeah. out of the second? I mean, he's not going to slide out of the second round, but, you know, you do want to get him if he falls to you. Obviously, you're not reaching him. If he's if Barkley's going top five, that's, that's a little concerning. You shouldn't be taking him top five. Yeah. No big ADP value, guys. Yeah, come on, guys. Trust the ADP. Definitely. Yeah. But <laughs> like you guys said, he's just such a talented guy that, you know, he can work magic on the field. And uh, I think I read somewhere that in 2012, AP, Adrian Peterson, uh, tore like his ACL and MCL and then won MVP that year. So you yeah, never he, know. Yeah. You never know. He came back in nine months. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You okay. want to throw it on to the next one here? Yeah, so tier four. So now these are the majority of these players do carry small caveats with them due to their different reasons, but they will be reliable reliable players. Chris Carson, Keenan Allen, James Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Tom Brady, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm, I think I would move Chris Carson up. I think that would be one of the first things I do. I'm a big Chris Carson guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's been very reliable for the Seahawks. I, I mean, the Seahawks are always going to be okay as long as they have Wilson and Carroll. I don't, I'm not crazy about him this year, yeah. but I think he certainly has the potential to get up into that. You know, top. He's going to be very consistent. That's what I like about Carson. Yeah, I know he's always yeah. he's had and carried a bit of an injury history, but that's sort of the take I have this year. Is I like Carson. I like Cooper a lot too. I think any Cooper's he's still young he's 27 and he's never not showed me anything that tells me that he's gonna have a down year I think even last year without the quarterback he was not half bad I mean it was obviously definitely weaker output than what yep. you're expecting from him but he's still able to get that level he's one of the best receivers in the NFL he's just on a stacked offense lamb is certainly going to eat into those targets mm-hmm. I would say but that was my thing. And for me, every year, just a fantasy principle, if you're on a bad team, I really have a hard time taking you. So when I see yep. a Joe Mixon, that's I have a, like a no Bengals policy. I got a no Jets policy. <laughs> I got a no Giants. I got a no Eagles. I got, you know, the obvious ones, Lions, Texans. You're harsh. I am harsh. Raiders. Why met? <laughs> you're cutting off half the league. I know. I know. It, it takes the draft board down quite a bit. But you know what? End of the year, it'll help you out. So I'm not a Joe Mixon guy. I've just had him too many times. Yeah, uh, I like Chris Carson a lot too. Um, the second that passing stops working for the Seahawks, they abandon that and they just run the ball. Mm-hmm. So his volume's not going to be a problem at all. And I agree with you, Phil. It's almost guaranteed that he's going to miss some games, but the games you do have him, it's totally worth having him and putting him in your starting lineup. So I do like him, and I also really like Keenan Allen. I think I think he's underrated. We had no idea Herbert was going to be as good as he was last year. And just another year of a matured Herbert is going to work out for Keenan Allen, one of the best uh, route runners, and just he's 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 a phenomenal player. So uh, I think he they're going to want to throw the ball a lot in uh, with the Chargers. So so he's definitely one guy I like. 
Yeah, something I wanted to add on Chris Carson. The reason why I do have him in the fourth tier is he's a very good running back, but his injury history does uh, pull him back a bit because he's a very aggressive runner. This guy just, he'll run into a brick wall if he has to. So that's why I put him in a tier belower. Fair. Um, yeah. Right there. Belower, that's it's not even a word. That's yeah, okay. that's okay. <laughs> that works. But um, I just wanted to talk about Cooper and Lamb. I think they're fantastic receivers and they'll have good years yeah. with uh, Prescott coming back. All right, so now that we talked about it, would you rather pick Daryl Henderson and Chris Carson? I think I'd still go with Henderson. All right, fair enough. I yeah. thought it, we could we'd change your mind, but guess not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what you got out of this one? Yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said. The one guy that kind of caught my eye here was uh, James Robinson. Um, and I think it's really interesting. He finished uh, he finished last year as RB7. And this year he's got he's again he's he's running he's basically it's basically an empty backfield with just him with ETN out so I mean there's not going to be a lot of competition for snaps and he's playing with like we've said many times before he's playing with a better quarterback and uh-huh. it, what should be a better offense like Phil you took the over on this team you should be a, you're a bigger believer oh. than any of us in here oh I'm a fan I'm a fan <laughs> trust cool. me yeah so I mean maybe that just means you know they'll he'll get less touches and more more of those snaps will end up you know being passing plays potentially but i just think it'll open the offense up so much and, and james robinson is he's a really smart runner he's got really good vision and he's a hard guy to tackle from what i've seen so i i think he's almost a tier three guy in my opinion he's a high caliber tier four yeah you could you really can make the argument back. for him in a uh, tier three. yeah for yeah sure. it's gonna be a better offense for sure yeah mm-hmm. especially with etn yeah. out i just i I, this might be this might count as news to some, but I've cooled on the Jaguars a little bit Uh-oh. after after watching them in the preseason. I'm, now I'm still a believer, but I mean they they can't block you and me. Like, no. It's it's bad. Yeah. So Trey, Lawrence is running for his life every snap. It looks yeah. bad, and it, it's just kind of a weird situation. So I still like them because I think that division sucks. But you know what? Maybe I was a little too aggressive. I don't mm. know. I guess I guess we'll find out. We should probably touch Clyde too because he's one of the more divisive guys left. There's some people telling me, you know, take him, take him. He's due for a big year. Last year he was hurt, and then there's other people telling you it's Kansas City. They're never going to run the ball. Um, what do you guys think of him this year? Were you interested in him in your drafts, or what do you think? So given where I was drafting, there was no chance I could get him, but I did have him last year. He's very talented. Like, he's really good, and when he does get his chances, I think he does make good work of it. The only problem is, like you said, with, you know, Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey, it's tough to get a huge workload with him. He also is a smaller guy. I don't think you can turn him into an absolute workhorse either. But I would expect him to have a better year. Just, like, he's just such a talent. He can catch. He can run. He evades tacklers. Like, I I wouldn't have any problem taking him, and I... If any, I wouldn't avoid him. That that's what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't avoid him and definitely take him if he's there. What you got, okay? Yeah, I, I, I tend to disagree. I, I didn't. He wasn't even somebody I really even considered drafting at any point. Um, for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned, Phil, I think when we think about these offenses that tend to pass a lot more, there are a lot of these coaches and and organizations that are really forward thinking. Like think of like the Rams or the Chiefs. Or even the Bills, like coaches that are really, you know, innovative and, and really good head coaches, and I think that's kind of the way the league is is kind of moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I w- I wouldn't I would be surprised if his touches go up, especially like there's no reason to be- there's no reason for me to believe that the the passing game in Kansas City is going to decline at all and either. So I, I don't really see a, much upside there um, apart from him just improving on his own, maybe. 
Yeah. But as far as role and game script and all that, I, I don't see much of a change from last year. So I wouldn't, he's not somebody I really considered. Yeah, yeah no, I agree with Lowen there. Um, they're not going to stop throwing the hill in Kelsey. We obviously know how good Mahomes is. Um, you could probably see a slight improvement with Clyde, but I don't think he'll hit like a crazy, like, um, I don't know how to even describe it. Like, I don't think he'll be an RB1 this year. No, yeah, like top that, top yeah. five, top ten. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I don't think the it. ceiling's there. No. All right. So uh, they did up improve the offensive line. So I don't know if that did hinder it a little bit. But yeah, maybe that. Has, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll mm. see. And uh, we can run through next couple yeah. if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So fifth year. This is mostly risky guys who are going to be RB two wide receiver two ranges. I'm so. looking at this. I'm seeing a lot of guys I would not take with a ten foot pole. I'm not taking <laughs> these guys. <laughs> So it goes uh, Josh Jacobs, Allen Robinson, Najee nope, Harris, nope. <laughs> Justin Herbert, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, and Ryan Tannehill. So cross off Josh Jacobs for me. That's a DUI. No, that's a no bueno. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just, again, I'm out on the Raiders. I will not be taking one. So that's, that's step one. Allen Robinson, I've been had before. Everybody's had him before. He's not like a sexy pick. I get it. He's a great receiver. It's just I really He's never a great quarterback yeah, yeah exactly I, I it's too risky for me to take him where he's going in his drafts Najee Harris though now nah, listen yeah now nah, listen this guy yeah I think this talk is, to him Phil yeah this is a guy <laughs> so he's gonna oh my lord oh yeah are you sure because he's gonna play all three downs he's gonna lead the NFL in carries yep. and he's gonna play on yep. an offense with receivers yep. that can throw the ball yep. and the offensive line has not looked as bad as everybody thought it would be I I uh, Najee Harris slander is not something I'm accepting. I'm putting him yeah. right up in that in that group there. One of, one of the best ten running backs. I know Owens yes. with me right now. Yep. If they were delighted to get him, and they feel so good that they they cut half the running backs they carried just because they want to get him the ball as many yep. times as they possibly Absolutely. can. So I'm banging the drum. Give me Najee all day, and I will say I like Herbert and Godwin a lot yeah. this year too. Take mm-hmm. the words right out of my mouth. No, yeah, I like I like Godwin. Um, I like Woods a lot too. I think he's going to be good with Matthew Stafford. It's only going to be an upgrade. He had a little bit of a down year last year, but um, I drafted him, and, and I think he's phenomenal in that Rams offense. Um, looking at the other guys, yeah, not a big Robin, Robinson fan. Like People do glamour over him, but... Uh. And then I think Julio Jones, like he might digress this year. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown's probably going to get most of the most of the throws in from Tannehill. Um, and Julio's getting up there with age two. So it's just, like I said, again, guys just decline so fast. They fall off the map, map so quick and you never know when that can happen. And, uh, I think he's like 31, 32 now. Yeah. yeah I think he's pretty high up there in age. Right now, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he's still not healthy from last year's injury because his yeah. hamstring, his hamstring's basically been bothering him his yeah. whole career. Um, and I'm seeing reports that he's still, yeah. still bothering yeah. him. So. Also, quick on Lockett. I had him last year. He's very inconsistent. Uh, he had like three games where he had like over 25 points, and everything yeah. after that was was horrible. So yeah. really be careful if you're drafting Lockett. Yeah, I think he did most of his damage in the first like yeah. four weeks of the season. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything out of there? No. <clears throat> I, I You guys have touched on all the points I wanted to again, um, but I would just reiterate that Najee Harris has – to me, he has tier one or tier two upside. I agree. He has top five running back in the league, fantasy-wise upside, in my opinion. Um, I've seen, from what I've seen in preseason, from what I saw of him at, at Alabama, um, I think he he's a legitimate, he can be a legitimate stud in fantasy. So I would just keep your eye on him 
I would get him. Yeah, even if it's higher than this, I would I would keep your eye on him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And yeah, well, for Najee Harris, the reason why I do have him is in the fifth tier. Um, I totally agree with you guys. He has that potential to be tier one, tier two, but just throwing a rookie running backs into the fire right away, it is a little risky. Mm-hmm. Um, like guys like McCaffrey, like he really didn't have a great year in his rookie year. We obviously know with Clyde, like yeah. one of the best offenses in, yeah. the, in the NFL, and he was and quite bad. Like, yeah. yeah, I know he was going in the first round of last year's draft, so yeah. mm-hmm. barely returned. There's some similarities there, too, because the Chiefs threw the ball a lot. The Steelers have phenomenal wide receivers. They're going to throw the ball a lot, too. I, I think they're going the other way this year and say we put too much on Ben's plate last year, and that's why we fell off, and we need a guy who's yeah, going to be yeah. a bell cow ready though. to go. That's why I think Absolutely. so. And I also think the, the rookie running back thing can go both ways because we saw last year guys like Josh Jacobs and James Robinson come in and have – pretty significant roles on their teams and be solid fantasy running backs uh-huh. in their first so, years but, for sure yeah yeah in their first years so you know it can go both ways mm-hmm. i don't know if it's a hard and fast trend or rule that that a first year running back tends to fall it's just risky i think you know it is risky yeah yeah i think Najee harris sure. will be a lock for second year maybe as a bit of an iffy rookie year but second year mm-hmm. he'll be a stud yeah all right I'm a believer the future is now. So we're sort of through the top 50 yes, there. So if you, like, we're running a little long. So if you want to just throw in some guys that you really yeah. like out the next tier, just yeah. give me uh, two or three names there that you think could yeah, have really so big Yeah, so for tier six, I, I like Ayuk a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Ayuk's going to be yep. phenomenal. Damian Harris, yeah. uh, T. Higgins, um, and I'd say DJ Moore as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I could see that too. I, I like Hunt. I think Hunt is a guy who uh, always puts up stats. It doesn't matter yeah. when Chubb's on the field, they're going to find a way I to get Hunt, Hunt the ball. There, yeah. So I, I think Hunt's a pretty good player out of that group. I think Harris has the potential as well. Those would be the two guys I would mm-hmm. really I like. I like Ayuk too. Just yeah. given the 49ers offense, I think it's going to be good. People are concerned Debo Samuel might into eat into his uh, receptions and volume. I don't think that's the case. I think he's a really talented guy. So Yeah, Oh, guy, yeah. do you like anybody out of there? Uh, I like Ayuk as well that's the guy who caught my eye mostly but uh they're all solid i I like this tier i think it's got some good names in there yeah i i think hertz is is one guy who i wouldn't draft this year i just don't really i don't know i i think at the value he's going where he's going i would like to have a more sure thing the stomach bug threw you off (laughs) yeah that was tough yeah it could have been you never know if you might get infected again yeah for sure syriani is i would say if you get him in a later round to take a flyer yeah 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 Mm -hmm. but where he's going right Mm -hmm. now i just can't see the value in it Right. Yeah, and Sirianni as first-year head coach, like I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He that just, uh, that introductory press conference was tough. Was Not a great. Tough. Yeah, it's <laughs> there's been better for sure. Yeah, same thing for this next one. Just throw me a couple yeah. guys you like in here. Um, Jerry Judy, T.J. Hawkinson, Debo Samuel. I love those guys. Um, Adam Thielen, I do not love at all. Yeah. Um, he had 14 touchdowns last year. That's it's going to be a major regression. Mm-hmm. I think Justin Jefferson's going to take over as wide receiver one there. So definitely, yeah. I think so I like too. Jerry Judy. Yeah, I really like Jerry Judy this year. Me totally. too. I think there was something I was reading about. You know how every year, basically, the best players to get in fantasy is the second year receiver. Yeah. It's like it pride and proven that every single year the second the second year guys take a big step up so that this year would be claypool and judy and t higgins and those are all guys i kind of liked again if i didn't have the no bengals policy i'd be more down to take uh t <laughs> but you gotta follow the rules yeah i gotta yeah. follow the rules hawkinson owen yeah i was gonna say hawkinson falls in that category as well he's going into his second year so the two or three you can expect 
I think it's second. I, I think third. Wrong? I think it's third year, actually. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Well, third year for that's tight ends. That. That's, that's the new one. <laughs> that's yeah. the new one, yeah. That's the new rule. <laughs> yeah, the and, new rule. And the last year here? Yeah, yeah, just throw me a couple um, guys here. Javante Williams, Trey Sermon, Jace Edmonds, uh, Raheem Mostert, and Antonio Brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm out on Antonio Brown. I think like I think Evans Brown and uh, Gronk, obviously Gronk. I think those are guys that Tampa Bay is going to say, all right, we don't need you till January. Yeah. I think those guys they're just going to tuck away. But you look at a guy like Godwin who's still a little bit younger. I think he's going to show. Get a lot of work, and I yeah. think Rojo is in that tier as well. And I like Rojo too. He's only 24. Mm-hmm. I think they're really going to look to feed him. You just yeah. throw Fournette in the garage too. Like that's yeah. kind of yeah. what I think Tampa Bay is going to look like this yeah. year. Obviously. And- Rojo had those uh, concerns with the fumbles last year, so yeah. you could probably yeah. you could probably see Fournette still be involved. But I think if Rojo gets that workhorse role, he'll be quite good. Yeah. They said that you'd give him a big workload, and like you said, park Fournette in the garage, and then wait basically till the playoffs and just unleash him too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just quick, some guys here too that I like. Uh, Trey Sermon and uh, I like Raheem Mostert. If you can get both of them and kind of corner the 49ers backfield. They were playing like fifth stringers last year, and they were still being decently productive. So, um, Trey Sermon's a rookie. I think he's going to be good. They like to run the ball a lot. The 49ers offense is very creative. So, um, if you are going to take him, I'd take Mostert as well, just to guarantee you have that entire backfield. Yeah, I'm never taking Niners running backs again. Fair enough. So, uh, that's my personal. Another policy. (laughs) I'm big on the policies this year. Oh, and did you have anybody you liked in there? Um... No, you guys touched on it mostly. I, I don't, I'm not a huge believer in Antonio Brown. Um, just a lot, you know, he's putting a lot of targets with a ton of guys. Michael Thomas has obviously got his own little thing going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I like Mostert a lot um, in that offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, Javante Williams could have an increased role. Yeah. I, so. I think I really like him because they said they Broncos did not use him in the last two preseason games. Just wanted to keep him, you know, nice and keep him a secret you know you don't want to like or of course he could yeah. be just terrible and they just yeah, can't yeah i like yeah. i did Royce Freeman, and that's what i thought was gonna happen so i i'm too scared to take him yeah yeah but the other thing is with... melvin gordon is we don't know still there his status so exactly. yeah. yeah he's <laughs> he's breathing yeah he's, he, he's yeah. around yeah he's in the facility yeah. every day um he is anything else dad fantasy or anybody we didn't touch that you really like anybody have any uh in particular advice to the listeners anything i mean if you guys want to listen to these tears if you guys want to win a championship i think you guys should take my advice oh wow but, let's go well, yeah uh, watch out for danny this year oh, yeah i think if you want to win a championship you take Najee. that's what i all think right. but all right i agree phil i agree i'm i'm banging the drum i love Najee yep. harris i'm right there behind you mm-hmm. second my my big plays were second year receivers and I liked running backs like the if you get the in the first twelve the running backs because then you're gonna start to fall down. You get the Joe Mixons, the Clydes, the red flags yeah. start to come up. You know the Swifts, mm-hmm. the Jacobs. That's a no go. Yeah. So and also get a really good quarterback. Yep, yeah. it, it gets ugly fast. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Kind of like how they say with the Super Bowl, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you have to have a good quarterback. If you if want you, to win a fantasy football championship, you need a good quarterback. Good, true, yeah. totally, absolutely, love that. I'm with you. Um, let's talk about the NFC West. We got four teams left to talk about. We're so close to the end. We're so close to the end. You can just feel it. I'm getting excited. Um, we'll do the Cardinals and the Niners today. We could just talk about them. We could sort of burn through it. But the Birds last year eight and eight. Just in case you forgot. Um, over under this year's eight. So 
eight and nine would have to be the hit for the push, mm-hmm. and then up from there they'd have to go over five hundred, bringing back pretty much everything. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. Again, we're going to talk about this in a future episode, but first coach fired, I would like to take a look at Cliff Kingsbury. I think that that would probably be a decent bet. Yeah. Um, last year, the Cardinals, they were 5-2 and two out the gate. In case you forgot, they were kind of the hot team. They won that game in Seattle, against Seattle on Sunday night. Oh, that that was, was like one of the best games of the year. That, that game was crazy. Yeah. yeah, the DK game, the chase down. Uh, they won the Hale Murray. I think that was maybe the next week or the week after. Buffalo, yeah. yeah. Great game. And then they were just out coached down the stretch. It was pretty clear. I mean, it was broad daylight for me personally. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this, this coach is a dead man. And, uh, they brought him back for next year. So we'll see how that goes. Um, positives to take away though. Quickly, they did lose eight games, but they didn't lose any of them by more than 10. So. Based on point differential, that means you probably deserve better than your outcome. But again, the pessimist in me would say that that's a coaching problem. J.J. Uh, Watt was their big offseason signing. <laughs> if it was 2015, the D- that'd be yeah, really good. But yeah. Speaking of if it was 2015, they also signed A.J. Green. So, yep. yeah. like once again, 2015. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Cardinals just signing the retired players basically that, is... Uh, yeah tradition unlike any other um they took a linebacker 16th in the draft they lost patrick peterson yeah that's pretty much it that's all i have to say about their offseason and they did lose fitzgerald as well it doesn't look like fitzgerald's going to be back but he's sort of doing a very quiet retirement which yeah. i very 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 fitzgerald of him i respect yeah. it not yeah. trying to make it a Me circus too. yeah um yeah. the they play in the best division in football that's going to be the problem for the cardinals this is pretty clearly the best division usually there would be some debate about that but i think this one is pretty open and shut that this is the best one um like the three other teams this division could make the playoffs so they're going to fight an uphill battle even if you like Kyler Murray as as much as anybody out there yeah, and you no, no. still believe in them they're going to have a ways to go to get to the playoffs still mm-hmm. so again that number's eight uh ninth toughest schedule in the NFL all things considered three primetime games um their schedule for the first seven weeks is pretty tough so I'm going to take the under and again that Cliff Kingsbury first coach fired just circle that and yeah, ship it off. That's box, my take. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go under here too. Uh, you hit most of the points, but like you said, their division's really difficult. And look at the other three coaches in the division. It's McVeigh, it's Shanahan, and it's Carroll. And those guys, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is gonna have to go up against them six times, right? Yeah. So, yeah. L- like you talked about, without coaching, it's gonna be difficult for him. I love Conway. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, but talking about the additions they made. J.J. Watt, I was surprised he made NFL top 100. Like, I don't know. Like I he's mean, It's a reputation. Play. Like, it's Probably a reputation <laughs> thing because it looks like it. I mean, like he was injured for most of his time towards the end in Houston, and I don't know if he's that impactful of a player anymore. D-Hop, I, I think he's a little overrated now. I don't. I think he's so consistent. Oh, I, 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 I don't still know. think he's really good. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he he's also getting up there with age, so I'm a little scared about that and. But he's not enough to to get them the over, or get anywhere close to winning the division. So, yeah, they made some additions, but nothing tells me that it's going to put them over the top. Yeah, what'd you boys think? Um, here, Ola, yeah. go ahead. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I would love to go over here. I really would, but I, you know, I can't. You can't give. Not every team in this division is going to go over, and. It is, in my opinion, the toughest division in football. So I'm going to have to go agree with you guys and go the under here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do love Kyler Murray. He, I think, is a great player, and he's improved year over year, and he's shown flashes of, of 
really, really, really special ability. Um, I do like DeAndre Hopkins as well. I think there's, he's got a lot left. I think, um, I don't think he's, he's over the hill yet. So I think the receiving core is decent. Um, but I, I, I'm with Phil. I, I think I'm really concerned with Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if he's really the guy that that's going to help them take the next step. Um, I saw too many Cardinals games last year where, I mean, they got to the end of the game and they just weren't able to, to close it out or, you know, they had issues with, with coaching, you know, with game plan and, and, and figuring out matchups and whatnot. So it was just, I don't think they have the, uh, the coaching to be able to, to go over despite the talent that they have on the roster. So for that reason, I'm probably gonna have to go under. Yeah. And, and I would love, like I said, I don't really dislike this roster very much at all. I think that they have good players. I like Kyler Murray, like Owen said, and I just I can't see it. That's just my take. Danny, are you with us? No, yeah, spot on. I'm going to go under. Maybe if they're in a different division, we could probably have the yeah. argument that they'd go over. But as Alex said, the three coaches, McVay, Shanahan, and Carroll. Carroll's obviously won a Super Bowl, and Shanahan and McVay have been to Super Bowls. So that obviously tells you a lot of things. The receiving core, other than D-Hop, is... I don't think it's great. Murray's a fantastic quarterback. Um, at running back, they added James Conner. I don't really know what to expect out of Conner. Yeah. Probably he's going to get injured. Yeah. That's a retirement. He got, he got phased out last year. I think of, he's. Um, I think Dolphins. he's. Uh, that turkey's pretty cooked. And I also don't think Chase Edmonds is an RB one either to just yeah. workload that like crazy. So yeah, uh, that's it's kind of a lame way to go out for the Cardinals. It I, is. I wanted better from the Cardinals, man. Yeah. I like Kyler Murray. I want to see him on a good team. And I agree with Phil yeah. that Kingsbury's probably out of the door. Yeah. Probably first oh, coach yeah. fired. Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty quick. Um, <clears throat> San Francisco, we'll talk about them. Uh, I, this is all day over for me, 10 and a half. Kyle Shanahan, it's hard for me to see them going under as long as they've got him around, especially with the quarterbacks they have now. They do have two new coordinators, but Trey Lance, Jimmy G, no matter who it is, I think it's going to be Jimmy G to start out. I think they're going to bank those wins, and then I think Trey Lance is going to come in and really bring it home. I think... There's a lot to like here. Like 2019, they were obviously in the Super Bowl. It feels like a very long time ago, but I mean, it's not. And last yeah. year, they were historically, historically unlucky. They were six and ten, but Jimmy G banged up, Debo Samuel banged up, Raheem Mostert, D Ford, Richard Sherman, Nick Bosa, G George Kittle. Nobody could stay healthy. Um, they sort of had the classic Super Bowl hangover year. So I mean, even with all those injuries, they still patched it together. They had the sixth best defense in the NFL. So for me personally. I think that once they get those guys back, and even, you know, they didn't do much this offseason. They did take Trey Lance. They lost Sherman and Witherspoon and D backs. But for me, it's not too much of a worry. They're getting the guys back on injury. Those are their additions this year. Ayuk is going to have a big year, like you guys had mentioned earlier. I really like this over. And again, this might be the hardest division in the NFL, but they have the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. They've got games against the Lions, Eagles, Jags, Bengals, Texans. That's well, yeah. four and one or five and zero oh right there, and that's yeah. half your cover. So I I just love this number ten and a half. I do like them as a like legitimate Super Bowl contender, but I just like their value on the number more than I like that. And I know it's getting bet up, and I know everybody likes the over, and I know I'm not going out on a limb by taking that, but I I would take this all day and night. No, yeah, hundred percent. I like the over too. Not too much else to say. Um. The big difference for me is that now they actually have quarterback insurance. So Garoppolo does go out, like you said, Trey Lance is there, and it's not going to be freaking Nick Mullins tossing the ball. But even with Nick Mullins, they were still like a decent, respectable team. Uh, if, if And Nick Mullins sucks. It sucks. So. If seven running backs didn't go out 
and they, and they were still decent. They were still a respectable team. So, like you said, the injury luck does change from year to year. So, this year, I'm expecting them to be pretty healthy. Um, defense, like you said, is phenomenal. Um, obviously, no more Salah, but uh, they'll they'll definitely make it make it work. F- love Fred Warner on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, I'd say they have an above average offensive line. So oh, yeah. they'll still get good protection. They'll be able to run the ball. They love to run the ball, and Shanahan is a very creative coach, and and that offense is phenomenal. So yeah, I'm definitely hitting the over. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking the over as well this year. Um, it was at ten and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. I think twelve, thirteen wins could certainly be in the cards, as you guys mentioned. Um, great offense, Ayuk, Samuel, Kittle, yeah. Mostert, Sermon. Interesting stat was last year they were the third best rushing offense, and then twenty nineteen I think they were second best. Oh wow! So, wow, and they I mean, were doing I think it with they Jeff could be Wilson. Really good again. Yeah, um, and Jermichael Hasty. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot about um, Jermichael Hasty. Quarterback, I'm not exactly sure what's gonna happen there because they're both good quarterbacks, Lance and Garoppolo. But yeah. I don't know who's gonna start. I don't know who's gonna finish. But I don't think that should be an issue. No, defense is obviously elite. I think the over is pretty safe here. Yeah. Nice. Oh, guy, yeah. you with us? Yeah, I honestly don't see much of an argument for the under. Um, I mean, go down the list. The running backs are, are solid. They have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL, arguably a top, you know, one of the best tight ends. They have, in my opinion, a top five offensive line with the best left tackle in football in Trent Williams, mm-hmm. who's been consistently yep. the best left tackle over years. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, they have, in, in my opinion, the best linebacker in football, best middle linebacker in Fred Warner. And, and a star in Nick Bosa um, alongside guys like Eric Armstead and, and other guys who are, you know, really talented. So I think when you take go position by position and personnel by per- personnel group by personnel group, this might be um, up there with the, with the bucks as far as just talented rosters. And then you talk about a guy like Kyle Shanahan who helped Matt Ryan win MVP. I mean, he's, he's as far as offensive minds in the league today, I think he's up there with the best of them. Um, and so I don't really see barring some sort of, I mean, even, they kind of solved the problem too, because they have insurance in Trey Lance, assuming he's decent. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see a path for them to, to not perform this year. Mm-hmm. So I definitely love the over here. Yeah. I think it's a pretty universal one and uh, yeah. yeah, we can wrap it up with the totally. Seahawks and the, uh, who am I missing? Seahawks and Rams. Rams. Yep. What am I doing? Seahawks and Rams next episode. So we'll finish it up. We made it through thirty. That feels pretty good. That feels pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah. We Love that. Good pat on the back for us. Yeah. Like, good job. Nice job. Job's almost done. Job yeah. is almost done. Yeah. And then we get to the real stuff. Yeah. Then then oh, summers. Yeah. That's when you know summer's over. When the preview teams are done and finished. That's mailbag done. It's football time. Yeah. That's when it's ready at. to go. Uh, let's do a quick draft here. We're drafting helmets this week. Big football show. Yeah. So we got to keep banging it home. <laughs> NFL helmets. Let's do it. Now, the stipulations for this were you get one retro helmet, mm-hmm. but two of your picks have to be the, the modern current. day current helmets. Um, do we want to go, oh, guy, me, Alex, Danny? Yeah. Yep. Sure. Oh, guy, you get the first pick, buddy. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> with the first pick, I'm going to go with my retro throwback helmet okay and i'm gonna going. go with the white patriots helmet mm. with the oh, patriot yep. who's snapping the football the pat Great the pick. patriot nice the pat pick. the patriot yeah i think that's just classic it reminds me of tom brady 
beating up on the uh, on the Tennessee Titans like 49 59 to 0. Yep. I just think it's a super nice. It just looks so clean. Oh, I remember I the game. I love any helmet with white. Yeah. That that was at the top of my board as well. That is a yeah. great great pick. I love that helmet. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal helmet. That one was up there for me, so it's just such a great logo. I like when a logo is a little bit intimidating too. Like he yeah. looks like a serious guy. You don't want to mess with Pat the Patriot, so it's definitely a good look. Yeah, I'm, 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 I love that. You know, yeah. you got to get aggressive. Yeah, it's football. It's, yeah. it's not a baby sport. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I don't know what I should take here. I think I want to take my throwback one at the start too, because uh, man, it's good. Uh, I can't decide between these two, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Eagles green oh, throwback yes. with really the silver picture. wings. Yeah, that yep, that is. Uh, I like the current helmet too, mm. but it's just a darker green. I like the regular green. I'm not a big fan of the current helmet, but that that retro one is a banger. Yeah, 100. I agree with the, with Danny. They should yeah. definitely just go back to the to, to the, the old schools, one, yeah. to the Kelly Green. I I love that helmet. So I think my my the one I was deciding between is going to get picked next, but we'll see. All right, so uh, I'll go with my retro too because I'm scared it's going to get picked. Um, I'm going to go with the OG old school creamsicle yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. That thing's a thing of beauty. Um, you got Jack Sparrow on there. looks phenomenal. Um, and just with, I know we're not ranking jerseys, but it just goes so good with the jerseys. And I just wish the Bucks would wear it more. So it looks really good. The white bucket with the orange shirts. Absolutely. Very nice. Very nice. That was the one I was deciding between, to be honest with you. Um, I'll actually start with yeah. current helmets. All right. I'll yeah, save, uh, nobody can I'll take a retro, retro now. So. No. But I just really like the Bills helmet. Okay. The Bills helmet, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not too complicated, but the bill on the side yeah. and it mostly being white i don't know why it goes uh it goes really nice it's a nice color combo yeah, for sure nice color combo. it goes good it is i like yeah. the i like the bill definitely mm-hmm. you're back to back yeah and then back to back uh i'll go current again but i love the rams helmet yeah, yeah the rams that's helmet very creative with the blue yeah. jersey dude um goes super nice um i think it's a top three helmet in the league Oh, it's so yes, it is. it's You're fire! Correct, uh, and I even like the old one, but this new one I didn't like it at first. But it's kind of it's, it's, it's growing on me. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, I, I it's love so it from nice. the start. Yeah. It's shiny. It's nice. It's, it's really like their jerseys are really shiny. So yeah, yeah I don't really love the actual jerseys with the Dairy Queen cake numbers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm up now. Um, I love that this pick fell to me. I'm going to go with the Vikings helmet, the current one. Mm -hmm. Uh, The purple color is one of the best in the NFL. Um, And then you got the, what do you call those, the horns? Yeah. Yeah, we can go with horns. Um, They look so good. And they're kind of that uh, Rams, Eagles type of creative design. So I I think it's a really clean look and it looks really fun, really nice. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that pick. I like the Viking one. I was going to yeah. take it if it was there for me. Now I got a decision to make because I think I know what Owen's going to take. All right. And I think I know what he's not going to take. So I'm going to take the 49ers. I like the gold hat yeah, with the... definitely not going to take that. Okay, well, I like the gold... <laughs> even on my board. I like the gold hat with the red stripe. I just like the color gold. I love their uniforms in yeah. general. So I'm rocking with the Niners today. It's definitely. a solid helmet, but I wouldn't say it's top. Fair. Yeah, All right. I, I like the gold, though. Like you said, it is yeah. nice and shiny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the logo could use a little work, but the helmet being shiny in itself, being gold, it's a really good look. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. I think that gold color works so nice with the pants, the shirt. Mm-hmm. So I got to ride with it. Okay, you got back-to-back. I do have back-to-back. I'm going to go back-to-back orange helmets here. Wow. I'm going to take, first of all, I'm going to take the Bengals helmet. Mm. 
Mm, and it's really like you guys have said, yeah, it is a beautiful helmet. I I want them to make a white one for their white uniforms. Oh, so oh, they will, because yeah. that's even nicer. But it kind of fits in that vein with the Eagles and like the Vikings, where it's kind of like kind a, of shows off like the team. It's, yeah. it's not like a logo, but you know what I mean. Like it's like part of the uniform. Yeah, it's like a distinctive almost. feature of the actual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of the mascot, it's like a, it's got tiger stripes on it. So it's I think it's super cool. Um, and then for my last pick, I'm going to take the Browns helmet. Oh, oh God. Um, <laughs> I just think there's nothing on it. What do you, it's not even like you could go and buy it at Riddell, like right now. I was kind of scrambling after the, uh, Rams. So the Browns helmet just looks so clean. Cause there's nothing. <laughs> just like orange. Oh, man. It's if- just plain orange. Um, I like the stripe. The brown stripe looks nice. Um, and then, yeah, it just looks really good. But very brown. Very good representation. Of the if team. you went to, like, Europe or someone that does not watch football and you said, hey, these are the browns, and you show them their helmet, they'd be like, bro, what do you mean? Yeah, like, it's orange. No, it's orange. they'd be like, what? this is the team that – they'd be like, this. oh, this literally is the ex- exactly the same as their logo. Like, I, how could I not know what this is? You know what? That, All right. So you pulled it out. Yeah. yeah. I can get down with that, yeah. that point yeah, of the argument. Up. Okay, now I yeah. thought – I thought you were going to maybe take the Niners there. So I couldn't do the Niners. So I had to take the Niners because I thought I knew you weren't going to take the Steelers. So I'm going to take the Steelers coming back. To All right. It. Now I'm taking the Steelers because one, black and yellow are great colors. Yep. Two, it's got the distinctive feature of only having the one decal yeah. on the one side. It's a unique helmet. It I is. love the Steelers helmet. It's very unique and it's, uh, it's a serious look. It is. Because it we're only just the one side. We're not putting on both. And I don't know. I remember when I was like 12, they were doing a story about their helmets and whoever was designed, I think it was the coach or something was helping design it back then. One of the legendary Steelers coaches. And he said, I just want one side Chuck to, Noel, to yeah. be that. And the other side's nothing. Cause we're the Steelers were a serious organization. And yeah, it's definitely a cool look. Um, yeah, no, I agree with it. Uh, anything black, whether it's black jerseys or black helmets, just so intimidating. And I think it looks so good. Oh yeah. Uh, no Steelers helmets are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm up next, and as Danny would say, intimidating. I'm gonna have to go with my Raiders. Uh, little mix of everything. A little home cooking in these last two picks. Little home cooking. Got to bring your team. So it's a little both best of both worlds. It's intimidating. It's shiny, like Phil said. It's like that silver, the gold. It's it's got that. Um, It's definitely noticeable when you're watching the game, and uh, I think the Raiders logo is one of the best in the NFL. I really like it, and um, it's clean. It's clean. It's very clean. Yeah. Danny, what you got? You got so your retro. Last, this is my retro helmet. Without a doubt, the best helmet in the league was the red Falcons one. So oh, that one it was, really it was in consideration. I if, thought Deion Sanders. Yeah, yeah like if those. you guys don't know what I'm talking about, the Falcons last year had, it was the black one, right? But yeah. it was basically the same logo. Yeah. Literally think of the exact same helmet, but just red. Oh, yeah. This is, without without a doubt, the best helmet ever, yeah. like retro-wise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were going to go Seahawks silver. That one's a good one. The Seahawks oh, one was really good. That yeah, one is that good. good Honorable mention yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Has to be in there. I, I think that yeah. we covered it all. I mean, helmets, you know, there's only a finite amount. It, no, it's, yeah. it's not, yeah. we're not playing unlimited ball here. So no. it, it gets tricky. You yeah. know, you got to, you got to pick your favorites. Gets thin after a while. Cause then if you're scrambling, you end up picking the Browns. So yeah, yeah <laughs> it does. It does. It gets, it gets streaky. You, you got to be safe. Uh, let's move on. Let's do some Bozo of the week, some genius of the week. No conclusive evidence. Then let's pack it up. Mm-hmm. Now, tons, tons of candidates for Bozo of the Week this week. Wow. What you got, Danny? 
Well, to address the elephant in the room, uh, Bishop Sycamore High School. Let's go. That mm. was one of the craziest sports stories I've ever so seen in my life. 30 uh, for 30. For quick summary. Uh, they scanned, scammed ESPN into getting a national TV game. Uh, thing is, this isn't even a real school. Mm-hmm. Uh, players on the team have apparently graduated from high school. Uh, the Ohio High School Athletic Association doesn't even recognize them as a legitimate high school. Uh, they got rolled 58-0 to zero in a game they played in against a IMG Academy. I think they're from Florida. Yeah, right? IMG. Um, yeah. And the craziest part of the story is that the head coach of uh, Bishop Sycamore High School has an arrest warrant for fraud charges. Let's go. Um, so that's obviously awesome. Um, and as much as these guys are bozos, uh, ESPN are also bozos. Like, <laughs> do some research into this. That's I don't know how they got true. scammed into getting these guys a national TV game. So ESPN, it's a pretty bad look on you guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite part was that they played on Friday and then they played again on Sunday. That was yeah, my purpose. Which is illegal. <laughs> yeah. Very, and, very yeah, illegal. Very and illegal. that they were writing bounce checks to the hotels they were staying at. Yeah. So that's yeah. also There's a bonus. There's so many... There's so many... There's so many funny parts. The few of the best part, the my favorite parts were the uh, head coach getting fired by, I guess, like himself. Yeah, himself. Like, it's yeah. a big school, we and he's him, also yeah. the athletic director. <laughs> yeah, he he cho- he fired himself, taking yeah. matters into his yeah. own hands. Yeah, yeah, and then I also liked how they were like living in these. They were they were sleeping on the floor in hotels. There was no campus. And they had to go rob grocery stores to eat. So these kids were like, literally had nothing. And they managed to get, ESPN managed to air their game somehow. It's crazy story. wild. They're black jerseys with white letters. Fire. Yeah, Yeah, those go pretty hard. Yeah, Yeah, those go absolutely crazy. Okay, what you got this week? Uh, Yes, you you said it well, Phil. There's a lot of of good candidates here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we're going to have to go with Jeff Passan on this fine night. Oh, I'm down with this one. I'm already in. <laughs> what did he do? So, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, he had a little bit of an exchange on Twitter with this guy. Um, and so, let me just read it out for you and set the stage. So, Jeff Passan tweets out on the night of uh, on the night of New York Mets GM Zach Scott was allegedly was arrested for allegedly driving drunk. He was at the Connecticut home of team owner Steve Cohen. Sources tell ESPN. A fundraiser for the team's Amazing Mets Foundation was being held at the house, and Scott and players were there. And then David Wool, who's a uh, verified account, says, and I guess you're desperately trying to smear Cohen because you've got nothing else to do. And then Jeff Passon comes back with this just absolutely out-of-pocket, uncalled-for response, and he says, I suppose whatever I have to do is better than what you have to do, which is visit your son in jail. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's <laughs> crossing some <laughs> so lines, I, man. Yeah, out of very out-of-pocket. I guess Jeff did his research on, on David, and I guess oh he has a son Lord. in jail, and so Jeff just went straight for the jugular. Jeff, Jeff is taking That's no prisoners. <laughs> no prisoners. So Jeff, dude, it's... It's Twitter, man. Just relax. Just it Jeff, down. it's Twitter no on that. a Wednesday at 3.30. Oh what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Settle down. Um, my bozo yeah. of the week again. We could have gone a million ways here. Baez and Lindor looking at you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking at Ben Simmons. And yeah. I think I got to go with Kim Kardashian, though, because she posted some stories uh, on her Instagram of her listening to her husband maybe <laughs> was it 99 stories though no it was oh, yeah. not it not was not a record it was not the dual yeah, she got her message across in like three she did three, three stories. stories of uh, her listening to the music 
but uh, she actually had the songs on mute. Yeah, it's huge. So, you know, that's just a classic mistake. Oops, like I'm vibing to this song. Wait, it's not on. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's just, you know, sometimes that'll happen to you. But my personal vote, I'm going to have to go with, uh, oh, man, I might have to go with Jeff Passon, bro. I'm not going to lie. That, yeah. That's pretty ruthless. I'm going to go with. I don't know with, how you can um, go with anything beside. You go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say I'm going with the Kim Kardashian. That's just your okay. your bozo. I gotta go with Jeff. I don't Passon. think you can go with anything, Jeff Passon. Okay, I was just gonna say I don't think you can go with anything besides Bishop Sycamore here. Yeah. I feel like that's I like a once in a lifetime. Own, well, you can't. Yeah. yeah, but Bishop yeah. Sycamore is pretty yeah. iconic. Crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can give a co-winner this week. Yeah. Yeah. Double, double. Jeff Passon wins on votes, but the voting system's <laughs> a little fraudulent <laughs> because nobody votes for themselves. Yeah. So Bishop Sycamore and Jeff Passon can share it out. Yeah. Let's do Genius of the Week. All right, so I guess we can bridge uh, you talking about Kanye and Kim and all that stuff. So my genius goes to Universal Studios. Mm. Uh, they just decided to put Kanye's album out. They at didn't want to take... Huh? At 6 a.m. in the morning. At 6 a.m. in the morning, that's right, <laughs> on a Sunday. They didn't care anymore. They didn't want to delay. Um, Kanye was apparently mad after he said that uh, they, he didn't have... They didn't give... He didn't give them permission to put it out Universal didn't care. I don't know if they have like a lot of money invested in stuff, so I think they just wanted to like save their ass or stop losing money. I don't know why they just, but they threw it out there and they didn't care. So shout out to them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know Owen was very very happy that Universal did that. Yeah, I was thrilled. I was tired of the antics. It's it's too annoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The I, release was very sloppy and messy. So I like them making the executive decision. Just 100%. like, all right, you're done. Yeah. Like this is you, yes, th- yeah. this is going yeah. on. Yeah. Clean yeah. version only. Yeah. Okay, it's going up. Yeah, we don't yeah. care. Yeah. What you got, Danny? Um. So for my genius of the week, this is a quick one, but uh, Kai Havertz uh, plays uh, football. Football for Chelsea. Um, and he hails from Germany uh germany in mid-july they had uh pretty bad floods um, mm. i don't know if you guys heard about it but it was like really bad all right and uh he actually ended up raising over four hundred thousand euros for efforts to recover let's go let's go floods. kai havertz and he scored um, a nasty header unique, last week too oh yeah. it was pretty unique a way that he uh raised some funds was that he created a pair of cleats and he auctioned over auctioned off over a hundred of those cleats nice. which gave him about two hundred thousand euros and he threw in another two hundred thousand euros from his salary so I applaud Kai Havertz for his efforts. Way to go, Kai. He's like 20, 21. Like, he's not a vet. There's some guys that are like 30 that wouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, 200,000 from a salary, that's a lot. So good for him. Kai Havertz, he's a beast. Except he plays for Chelsea. That's too bad. <laughs> oh, guy, what you got? So mine's a lot, lot less heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Mine is too, <laughs> so I'm glad you're going first. But I'm going to go with Tony Romo this week. Um, and so he was, uh, he, I guess, was interviewed. Um, and he said he, he basically went all in on Zach Wilson. He said it won't be long before he's a top three to five quarterback. He also said he has Mahomes potential. Wow. So Tony Tony Romo has got a decent track record with this type of stuff. Um, he said find dudes that make throws only ten other humans can dream of and figure out the rest later. That's kind of his mantra. So he likes Zach Wilson. I uh, I think that's a pretty smart take. So. In my books, he's a genius of the of this week. I knew you would be loving that. Yeah, <laughs> you would pick that. Now, my one is actually also about Zach Wilson. Oh, but my GM, my uh, genius of the week is Joe Douglas. He's right. the GM. I almost okay. said GM of the week, so he can win that GM one too. <laughs> but uh, just in case you're wondering, right? Zach Wilson. I mean, he's a rookie, right? He's a young guy. Yeah. Never played in the NFL. You always want to be safe. 
put a good, you know, veteran leader in there, put a veteran totally. presence behind him. Um, the Jets carry two quarterbacks on their roster. Do you know who the second one is? I have no clue. Well, his name is Mike White. Yeah, mm. I remember that guy. So that's definitely Mike White. Yeah, definitely what you want to put behind Zach Wilson. I think that that's a no doubt. You know, guy who could say, "Hey, you know, hey kid, you know, here's how you, you know, you carry your you bag. Yeah. Here's how you dress. Here's how you yeah. talk to your teammates. Here's what you order at the restaurant." Here's Mike roll, White. Roll, yeah. If he's going to be doing that, you know, you can Google him and scroll a bit and you'll find him because there's a couple Mike Whites out there. But if you get down uh, <laughs> past the so. author and a couple other guys, you'll get him. Uh, you'll find out he's been in the league for three years. So it's big. That's a lot of veteran yeah. leadership. So that's my Joe Douglas is going to win this week for me with the 100%. just genius game plan. Spend as little money on your quarterback as you possibly can. It's a, it's a new idea. I don't know. Has he ever thrown an NFL pass? I don't believe so. Probably he's not. He's awesome. been a practice squad beast. I think I'm buying a lot of Zach Wilson stocks. So Tony Romo's saying he's going to be yes. really good. He's going to be Patrick Mahomes. He has a really good veteran presence behind him to lean on. So it's it's going to be great. If Romo said well, it, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. 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 Mike White might not know how to like turn on the iPad and like show him <laughs> stuff on the sidelines. So it'll be tough. I was just looking at Mike White. He was in high school. He had a zero point four three ERA. So no way. It's a multi sport. Yeah. So wrong sport. Multi sport. <laughs> Definitely wrong sport. Yeah. yeah. He's like Bo Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bo Jackson. Mike White. Same guy. He certainly could have helped the Blue Jays yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Definitely could have. Sure Honestly. Um, what was yours again, Alex? I think I might vote for you. My genius. Oh, yeah. it was Universal Studios. Uh, yeah. For just tossing uh, it oh, out. Yeah. I think yeah. I got to go with the Universal mine. Studios. All right. Yeah. Me too. Uh, <sighs> I think I have to go with Joe Douglas too. My yeah. lord, yeah. Big, what like big plans? For big Joe. plans. He's doing his oh, job yeah. really well. So holy smokes! What you got, Dan? Uh, I think I got to go with Romo. Mm. Yeah. Spread the love. Look at this. Totally. Very nice crew here. We always do a two-one-one split. It's a seven. shout out, Kai. Definitely, I like yeah. that one too. So. Yeah. How did we let Kai not get? Oh any man. You know what? Here? I'm changing my vote. Okay. Last second. Okay. <laughs> giving it to Kai. I'm not. I'm gonna go with Universal. But just yeah, still I'm going Universal. Still. Still shout out to Kai. We we let's ride go. for Kai. Let's do a yeah, no conclusive yeah. evidence and let's get on the road. And I'll go first because I have a new idea. I'd actually like to propose to everybody next year, January first. People do you know resolutions stuff yep. like that. I have a new idea. I came up this week. I'm gonna over the next couple months. I'm gonna write down some categories like best meal, best sleep, best nap, best shower, mm-hmm. oh, be- yeah. best walk best run and i'm gonna uh, over the year i'm gonna edit it and i'm gonna update it and then on january 1st i'm gonna have a collection of the awards for my yearly awards yeah Yeah, i'm just gonna remember that's a banger it's my new plan awesome that's one of the best new year's resolutions i've ever heard because it's always hey i'm gonna work out i'm gonna i don't even know it's just really go to the gym that's all i ever hear so it doesn't really work out but yeah but now with my award system you never know that's a really good that's a really good system. <laughs> I like very that. Very creative, yeah. yeah. Very creative. Okay. Um, so my no conclusive evidence is so I don't know if you guys heard, but Michael Jordan's underwear is being auctioned off. No way. I heard of that. Oh yeah. And it's not just well, it is his underwear, but it's regularly used and I quote shows signs of heavy use underwear. Jeez. So in other words, what they're saying is there's basically stains on it. <laughs> and Look, I get it. There's some crazy hard MJ fans and just in general celebrity fans, but I don't care who the heck it is. No, you buy that, you're a psycho, dude. You buy that, that is crazy. And if you're paying thousands of dollars for this underwear with stains, 
Like that's just nasty. Like, what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna hang it up like at the dinner table? Yeah. Owen, Owen's hooking like, it up to make a bid right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I don't know. It's 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 his underwear or like rock NFTs. So yeah, I, we I know, know which decision. one's a better investment. Got to go with the NFT. Dude. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Rock all the time. Definitely. Yeah. So just so super gross. <laughs> yeah. you, oh, guy, what you got? <laughs> so <clears throat> I think Phil, you touched on it a little bit, um, but Ben Simmons is holding out of training camp, and he is basically demanding a trade, and he says like he won't play unless he gets traded. So I just think my take of the week is like you got the league has to figure out this whole player empowerment stuff like this stuff's got to end it's too it's too annoying like it's too frustrating um when you guys got guys like simmons and then you before him you had james harden who just showed up fat to to camp and, and to games for like a month <laughs> just to get treated yeah. yeah yeah it's ridiculous like they need to start i don't know if it's like a the solution is to find guys or something but i mean it's fine guys more i guess it but it's getting happen. it's getting crazy it's got to stop no, it's too much. Yeah. I'm fully with you. This has gone too far. Yeah. It makes me dislike this sport for some reason. Yeah. I don't even know why. No, I'm with it you. It really, really ticks me off. I'm with you. And it also starts to create like false rumors because it was apparently like him and Embiid have such a huge drift, mm-hmm. and then Embiid actually came out and he's like, "That's no, just he's not like, yeah, true. we don't." Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is what other sport would this happen in? No. And it, 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 like I said to somebody, I said that his problems as a player are directly tied to the team's failure it's not even like he can be like well i've held up my end of the bargain no. every time they've come up short it's so has he yeah 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 and so he's it's worse blaming than them yes yeah oh, it's almost like please. a johnny manzel type situation where he's like my lifestyle isn't the issue the schedule that the pro sports put me on yeah and that i have to practice and shoot threes yeah that's a joke man shouldn't be shouldn't have to do that stuff yeah danny you have one yeah well to cap it off um this is a bit fantasy wise um i believe kyle pitts runs away with tight end one status in fantasy football this year I think he goes for over 1,200 yards, more than 12 touchdowns in his rookie year. I've I don't think there's ever really been a tight end prospect that's been this hyped up. No, like I at least in recent memory. I disagree. I think I think it's going to take a while. I think tight ends always take a while. I don't care how. I think he's going to be spectacular, mm-hmm. like in a couple of years. But I think right now he's he's got to learn the ropes. Fair enough. Yeah, but um, he's literally just such a menace on the yeah, field. Yeah, he's like, a unicorn. Yeah. It's I 100% concur with you. Linebackers he will... can't guard this guy. Cornerbacks can't guard this guy. Yeah, I mean, he's a one of one. I think I think he'll be pretty insane. It's I have him on my team, take, so yeah, know. he's finishing tight end number one. So you don't even have to worry yeah. about it. Let's yeah. Go. Oh, guy, you were making faces too. You were not loving no. that. No, I think that's a like that's a very bold take. But I mean, if there's it's a, a guy take. who's going to do it, it's yeah. that's it's what no conclusive evidence is for. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. But Kate Pitts is the guy to do it. Yeah. 100 yeah. percent good way to end the pod with little fantasy bold predictions yeah, so. yeah come back around yeah it's a 10 out of 10 again we did it yeah it's, it's no other way it's just facts yeah. so yeah yeah we're missing owen right now but he's you know he's cooped up in his little bishop sycamore home right now <laughs> <laughs> and we got a game tomorrow yeah. we had a game yesterday yeah yeah let's go tough. back to back back yeah. to back yeah no load management. Yeah. Not paying for his rent. Writing bounce yeah. checks. Yeah. Stealing he's cleats. He's Walmart as we speak. Yeah. yeah. That's his post-game plan. Yeah. Danny, thank you for joining us, sir. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, appreciate course, it. Can. We'll have you on again. So. 100% looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You boys, we'll talk to you guys again on Sunday. or We'll talk to you again on Monday morning for everybody at home. So have a good weekend. 
Football's right around the corner, guys. Just keep fighting, so keep believing. We're so you could taste you it, you can smell it, it. you taste it, put your tongue touch in, it, you could lick it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Football is almost back, so enjoy your weekend. Last weekend without football, dig deep. Enjoy your day off on Monday, Labor Day, and then we're back at it. We're back at it heavy. So we'll talk to you guys then. Enjoy your weekend.